These episodes feature contemporary artists presenting the latest exhibitions and projects. This podcast is brought to you by the Periton Gallery, based in Paris, Hong Kong, New York, Seoul, Tokyo, and Shanghai. Good evening. Thank you for coming. Um, we have a very special evening here. Uh, we're delighted to welcome uh, Aya Takano to the Gallery Perrotin. As you may know, today is the opening of her exhibition and the, also the publication of her new manga, The Jelly Civilization Chronicle, uh, published by Kaikai Kiki and available here tonight in English. Um, and we will be able to, over this next hour or so, we'll be able to have a, a conversation with Aya about her work and about her life and her influences. And we will also have time to have questions from you. We're very keen, to, if you would like to ask any questions, we'll have a session for Q&A with you. Um, and then also I should explain to you that you, if you're here for the book, of course, I'm sure you are, the book is only just published today. Uh, Aya has agreed to do some signings, some dedicas, um in the room at the back there. That will be afterwards. So uh, that should be a very lovely evening. And important also to mention, if you haven't seen the exhibition yet or you want to go see some more of it, it will be open tonight until 9, uh, so you'll have a chance to see the exhibition uh, that's just opened. Now... Um, This is Aya Takano, so should we just give her a welcome, please? <laughs> Thank you for coming. I'm very bad at speaking, so sorry if you can't understand or anything. <laughs> we can understand, I think. Um, if we don't understand or if you need to speak in Japanese, we have Ryoko. So I'd like to please welcome Ryoko to the stage too. Ryoko is our interpreter. Thank you so much, Ryoko, for helping us. And my name is Paul, Paul Gravett, and I've come over from London. And I'm here because I have a lot of interest in manga and comics around the world. And I've also always wanted to meet uh, Ayata Kano. She's a very important artist, in my opinion, um, beyond uh, comics or painting or manga. So, but I'm going to, I think we have some introductory images, so let me just, um, this, of course, is the exhibition that we're here for, which is on till the 13th of May, Jelly's Civilization Chronicle. And we have, just to give you a flavor, if you haven't been already, these are one of around, well, over 20 uh, new oil paintings. We have one, of course, here in the back of the room as well, all related to the manga, all dealing with the similar themes and ideas that I is exploring in her new manga. Now, as a bit of background, and this is not going to take too long, I want to explain my other credentials here, which are that I'm currently curating an exhibition which is going to be opening uh, in October uh, about comics not just from Japan, as in manga, but also from all of Asia, hence the title Mangasia, Wonderlands of Asian Comics. And I know that, Aya, you're quite interested in the exhibition too, aren't you? Because it's a chance for the first time in many cases to see comics from many countries, as well as Japan, many countries like uh, that haven't been exhibited before. Uh, so just very briefly, I'm going to show you some of the work we're showing and some of the themes that we're, we're dealing with, but particularly we're going to, of course, show the deep origins of manga in the traditions of Japanese visual culture. Uh, Japan has an incredibly rich tradition. It's a, it's a, it seems to be a country, a people that love graphic element, graphic entertainment uh, and prints. And this, of course, is, is uh, an ukiyo-e print from the 19th century. It can be seen as, a, as a, one of the routes that arrives to manga today. Nowhere else in the world, I can tell you, from I've been looking, 
if you're looking at this period from around the 1850s, 1860s, this is in Utagawa, nowhere else would you find those incredible force lines, those almost energy lines that are in that print you're seeing here of a, of a samurai warrior. They are, it's an extraordinary graphic device that only the Japanese came up with. Uh, these are early comics we'll be showing from Japan. This is uh, one of the pioneers, very influenced by American newspaper strips. We'll also be showing work from China, which is a wonderful image of lots of different famous Chinese comic characters. The bottom corner there is San Mao, who has three hairs. This, there was a whole panoply of stars of Chinese comics in the 20s and 30s. We have comics from the Philippines, which are also very, very, very rarely seen at all anywhere in the world, even in the Philippines. That's our opening mapping section. We also have a section that's going to explore some of the big themes, the big stories, famously things like the Monkey King story, the story of Journey to the West from China, which has been told also, of course, in Japan here, for example, in early print, but also reworked and, re and retold in different versions. This is a later satirical version. And then other stories that come from Asia, of course, that are also adopted by manga, but other countries include the Mahabharata and the Ramayana, the great Indian myths, which are being retold and reinvented continuously through many, many decades all over Asia. We have also discovered comics from as far afield as Bhutan. Bhutan is not even really barely on the map of comics, but we have managed to find artists, just a few, who are making beautiful new comics there. And we have some new artists from India. This is Amruta Patil, who is doing her own interpretation of the great Indian epics in her current graphic novels. We're going to be looking at the complex and interconnected histories of a Asian countries, Japan and of course, but also China, India, and many others. This is a wartime comic from China, from, from Japan, a propaganda character. Do you recognize Norokuro? Yeah, sure. Yes, Everybody knows in Japan. He looks a bit like um, Felix the Cat or Mickey ah, Mouse yes, a bit, a little right, bit. Yeah. yeah. But he was a propaganda mascot. He was a, he was a dog in the right, army, wasn't he? Right. Yeah. So it was used by the, but during the war period. We have comics from China, which are using this beautiful small palm format, uh, palm size format. Uh, and we have comics, more modern ones, which look back to, in this case, the occupation of Singapore uh, by the Japanese and the friendship that here forms between a young Singapore boy and a Japanese soldier, to be able to look back to what happened. And we have artists like, this is an artist from India, who is one of the first women to deal with women's roles and uh, limitations in Indian society, in Indian comics. So this is stuff that you, I'm, I can be sure almost none of you have never seen before. I've never seen before in some cases, so it's a very exciting exhibition. Um, we are showing also the process of how comics are made, the different studio systems, individual artists, writers and artists collaborating. This is work from a Chinese studio. Uh, this is an image, of course, from Bakuman, where you have two young boys trying to break into Shonen Jump. We will also be showing uh, actual processes. Which this is an artist named Hatsu Akiko, who is a classic shoujo manga artist, a manga artist working for the girls' comics market. And she's kindly letting us see how she makes her, her, her work, step by step. We have artists from Taiwan, often doing work that's autobiographical about their lives and the changes in society as well. We have a section looking at censorship and sensibility, what is possible, what is allowed, what sometimes transgresses um, normal or perhaps civilized or moral attitudes uh, around the, uh, the, uh, in other countries. 
we are showing in this case, for example, how the Americans, when they occupied Japan after the war, were restraining and actually and, and censoring certain manga that were thought to be too propagandistic or nationalistic or celebrating rebellion or revolution, perhaps. Um, we have some quite scary comics from Hong Kong, martial arts comics, which are very, very violent. We have comics from Philippines, again, which are deal with horror and local folklore and myths and legends. And we're dealing with the fascinating current uh, artist, Rokuden Ashiko, otherwise known as Megumi Igarashi, whose uh, work dealing with uh, female empowerment and female genitalia has caused great outrage in both the manga world and the, and the art world, but he's doing some very important questioning of patriarchy in Japan. And our final section looks at the crossover between comics across Asia and other forms, films, television, animation, of course, but also fine art, in the case of Aya Takano and also others, um, and also the spin-off into digital and web comics. So it's a very rich closing section. Uh, this is, for example, the film version of San Mao, a Chinese character that's still popular today, some, 34, 30, sorry, some 70 years later, and work from the Philippines again, where something like 60% of all the films made during the 50s and 60s in the Philippines were based on serialized comics, serialized uh, uh, comic book stories. Here, of course, Old Boy, a manga, being turned into a Korean live-action movie. And speaking of Korea, we're also showing the extraordinary current development since the year 2000 or so of webtoons, which are comics made in Korea for your smartphones, and which are being read by millions of Koreans every day. We also hope to be able to show, we have the agreement of the owner, the beautiful replica and working bike that comes from Otomo Katsuhiro's Akira anime film, and of course the manga series. And these are the two venues which we've got, we can announce at the moment. The first will be in Rome, in the Palazzo della Esposizione, which is a grand, fabulous gallery, uh, as you can see on the left there. That's opening in October. And then summer of next year, we come here to France, and we're going to Le Lieu Unique in Nantes. So do try and visit that if you can. And we're hoping one of the works from Aya, which I think we're discussing, aren't we, at the moment, is to hopefully show one of her wonderful pieces. This is called uh, Taking a Trip on the Spirit Boat. And it's an inflatable, as you can see from the image, it's a very big one. It's about over six meters high. And it will be a spectacular piece that will be on show, we hope, in Rome for Mangasia. So that's a brief introduction, hopefully. Um, and now it's much more important to hear from, uh, from Aya than from me. But let me just take you now to into uh, her work again from, for the uh, Jelly Civilization Chronicle. And here we can see how this is unusual, I think, for your work to have uh, to exist in both at the same time, in both manga and paintings. Could we just discuss that a little bit? How, you, how, the, how is, is the process of painting and manga? How do you, do you work on both at the same time? How does that work? Uh, actually, in this time, I was uh, painting for this solo show. And just inside of me, there is a story. And coincidentally, somebody I know from like 20 years ago, uh, an editor asked me, uh, you, you want to make comic? Mm -hmm. He never said in this 20 years. And he suddenly he said to me, let's make comic. So I was talking to him 
I am painting with a story. So we talked about and decided to make comic mm -hmm. uh, related with the paintings. Right. Did, did, did you understand? understand yeah. Okay. So the paintings um, were already, you were already making the paintings yeah, and yeah. you realized there were story ideas coming yes. out, of that, yes. out of that process. Has yeah. that happened to you before with your previous uh, manga? Not, not really. Not that way around. Uh, yeah. yeah. How but interesting. Yeah. Mm. And the so very often you will find the images that uh, connect between the, the, the paintings and the, and the, and the manga st and the story you've done. One of the, the main people will be wondering why you've chosen the theme of the jellyfish. And I think we should explain that early on. What, 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 is, what fascinates you about... Not jellyfish. No. <laughs> oh, well, a jelly, sorry, but a jelly civilization. Yeah. But the reason mm -hmm. I mentioned jellyfish is because you and I were discussing, you do mention the jellyfish in the yeah. book a little bit, yeah. as, an, as an extraordinary mm -hmm. organism, an extraordinary animal. Could you tell people a bit about that, what, what, what you found out about the jellyfish? So not only uh, jellyfish, but mm. many... Primal animals, animals yes. Like yes. deep into the ocean, yeah. who were like... I don't know in English. Exactly. It's mm. almost like a co cooperative community. Yeah. Like not just one organism, an isolated organism. Yeah. Yeah. Some, uh, an, some, uh, like individual animal, but mm. they only like the part of uh, animal only drinks. Or mm -hmm. part of animal only uh, swim. Yes. And so many, like thousands of animals get together and becomes uh, one, looks like, like one animal. We think of it as one animal, don't we? Mm. We look at it and think of it that way. Mm -hmm. Yes. Is and it, it isn't. It's, a, it's an interesting. Mm -hmm. So is it almost, a, it seems to me to be a, a, an often idea of a co some sort of cooperative harmonious w way of of a, of, a, of a living creature existing it's a do you think right right yeah. and yeah uh, mm, maybe maybe human also mm. we think mm -hmm. like one we're separate one life but maybe mm -hmm. The stomach is another mm. life, I, yeah. I mean, animal. Mm. Mm. Exactly. Mm. Different, doing different elements, mm. different things for our overall cooperative body. Yeah. yeah. Or I thought maybe uh, if, like, many people is uh, one animal, mm. like thousands of people, mm -hmm. it's maybe like one animal. Mm -hmm. It's both happen. Yeah. It's just my... Imagination. Exactly. Book. Exactly. Yeah. Um, we can show. We can see here again that there are. This is the point where the story jumps forward in two to two hundred by two hundred years, doesn't it? In this scene, and you've got it both in a painting form, and in the manga form. And again, so which the painting would have come first here, and then you realize yes. that it was actually yeah. helping you make yes. the manga. Yes. Yeah. Very interesting to see that process. 
Now, we, I want to talk a little bit about your childhood, if we can, and, and why you arrived at the, at the work you were doing, what formed you. Um, what did your father do? What was his job? Actually, my father is just a... a Salaryman, salary businessman. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, mm. but he had a very good library, a very yeah. good collection of books. Yeah, he has so many mangas and so many science fiction novels and ah. and science, uh, science book. Yes. Physics. Physics. Yes, physics. Mm. Yes, physics. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Mm. And I read a lot, and I grew up with it. Deeply, that mm. mm. I I believe in like he also have both like very scientific one and very very uh, like alien or mm -hmm. or manga or many many types mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I when I was kid I mm. believe everything yes like. I thought everything is uh, real, mm -hmm. like very scientific one is also real, but alien things also real, it manga also things also real. <laughs> yes. So it's so mixed up in me. In me. Yeah, mm. yeah. Was, was science a, a subject you liked at school? Did you enjoy science? Uh, school, mm. it's boring. Boring. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh dear, mm. yes. Okay. I love books more. Books more than school. Yeah. Yeah, that's you learn more mm. from yourself. Your yeah. From your, for yourself. Yeah. Uh huh. Mm. And we talked about some of the manga manga ka that you like, the artists you like. So we mentioned you mentioned particularly yeah. Tezuka, Tezuka Osamu. Tezuka Osamu. Mm -hmm. mm. I don't know if French people know him. I think some people in the audience would know. Really? Yeah. Okay. I think some mm. he's translated here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he, he was an amazing uh, man, He's wasn't he? so genius. Yeah. Yeah. I think maybe because of him, mm -hmm. the comic in Japan is such a huge... You, I don't know if you agree. I think it's very true. I think really? it's very true. He's, mm -hmm. he's, when, he, when he died mm -hmm. in 1989, mm -hmm. the obituary said just that, that mm -hmm. without him, we w manga would not exist. Or, and not mm -hmm. just manga, also, of course, anime. He mm -hmm. was a great right. innovator of right. animation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He actually did yeah. animation. But there's an interesting parallel because of your interest in both science and science fiction. Mm -hmm. Because, as you know, Tezuko mm -hmm. was also um, mm -hmm. a, a doctor. He yeah, studied right. medicine. Yes. So he knew about the body. He was mm -hmm. a... He could have been a, a, a Western practicing doctor, mm -hmm. uh, Western medicine. Mm -hmm. So he has that world of real science and mm -hmm. then also this world of, of fantasy yes. mixed together. Yes, I think. yes. So, mm. but it doesn't sound like that you never considered, um, you knew you had to be, you wanted to be an artist, or was ever, were you ever interested in, because of science, did you ever think, I must study science? I really want, yeah, I, I, if, I, I, if I can understand this, uh, mathematics, yeah. I would be, ah. but I'm very, very bad at mathematics, ah. so it's so... Does that stop you being a scientist? Maybe it does a bit. I'm still learning uh, ah. physics. Yeah. I have a teacher, yeah. ah. and I have the lessons, like, twice a month. Excellent. But always mathematics makes me headache. But we, <laughs> but we all have we have calculators now. We all mm -hmm. have. We can. You don't have uh, to do it so much, do you? You can use a computer. It's not so good for the computer calculator thing. Mm. I have to 
ソープなんかファンシーファンクションズ、oh yes, right, right. That's, that's more complicated.
uh, and uh, I I started to drink less alcohol in note less. Sorry, a little bit. Yes, yes. Then I started to feel about the world. Uh, before I was like uh, up and down mm, a lot. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I feel so hell, and sometimes I feel heaven. But mm. I become more calm mm -hmm. and uh, I started to feel but with a convenience store food uh, convenience I know convenience uh, store like a 7-Eleven if I ate yeah. something from convenience yes. store I feel like yeah yeah it's not it's got bad things in it mm, hasn't it yeah yeah and I started mm. to use uh, I was using acrylic oil Acrylic. Acrylic. Oh yes, you changed your medium, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. This I was because I you were working in acrylics, which are a mm. man-made mm -hmm. chemical, I guess. Yeah. So you changed to uh, oil. Oil. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. And mm. the thinking there was it was a more natural yeah, form of paint. And I think I I was painting more uh, cities, but mm -hmm. I started to paint like more. Nature, nature, animals. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's quite a big change in your yeah. your life and your work yes. and your outlook yes. on life. Yeah. Very, it's so you, mm. and in many ways, so the the jelly uh, civilization chronicle. In many ways, this book seems to me to be offering um, uh, a, a different vision, a vision of the, that we could. Because you mention in the book, there's a mention of a, uh, a nuclear power plant isn't there that's yes. there's a just a mm. there are a few things that refer mm. back to mm. 311 mm -hmm. um, and your vision I think is um, uh, of a, a more benign world is a very important one that we need to see I think uh, Over. a benign more uh, okay. yeah? Yeah? Okay. and a one mm. where where we're mm. where hum humanity is mm. living in harmony and cooperating yes. with with nature yeah. not exploiting it mm. yeah very good. Mm -hmm. Let me, so, so we're going to look a bit further here at some other pages from the from the from the story. Um, and yes, I, so I did use the word jellyfish civilization, but it is jelly. But the jelly is. Do you describe the jelly? It's a kind of sentient form, isn't it? A sort of uh, feels. Yeah. So could you explain to people mm. your concept about jelly in this world? Uh, I I made the jelly civilization opposite of the heart. Hard, a solid yes. a civilization mm -hmm. of nowadays. Right. Nowadays. Which is all built on metal mm. and plastic mm. yeah. and all of these man-made things. Yes. Well, largely. Yeah. And it kills a lot. Mm. It, a lot. And I w wanted to make more gentle, mm -hmm. uh, soft, comfortable civilization. Mm -hmm. If uh, it's just uh, one of the uh, my presentation, maybe because uh, before the buildings, like nowadays, mm -hmm. uh, like Lan it, uh, Koso, Koso. the high rises. High rises, ah, yes, yes, yeah. Before high rises exist, people mm. think, people painted, and it exists now mm -hmm. and 
Before the painting, no idea. No. Um, so the painting gave them the idea for yeah. high rises. So maybe. So you, uh, sorry, go ahead. If I presented yeah. some another possibility, mm -hmm. it may uh, one way to go. Sorry. To make yeah. it real, mm, perhaps, yeah. Because yeah. as you said, over the, mm. over the, the history mm. of science and science fiction, mm -hmm. science fiction has so often anticipated, mm. predicted, mm -hmm. uh, and often what, what, we, what, what the future will be, mm. what we live in now. Mm -hmm. We're living in the future mm -hmm. that we imagined mm -hmm. in the past. Yeah. And also I think um, many mm. scientists read mm -hmm. comics, don't they, if they're growing up? that scientists will read comics. So, mm -hmm. for example, in Japan, there's a lot mm -hmm. of interest in mm -hmm. robots, a lot of interest mm -hmm. in, uh, and they are all grown up with mm -hmm. Tetsuwa Natomo, with, with mm -hmm. Astro Boy, for mm -hmm. example. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's clear that that mm -hmm. art can inspire science. Mm -hmm. Yeah, invention, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's have a look a bit more. So, just tell people a little about this scene. Perhaps we could just talk about this, this, uh, this and what is going on this, in this page. Can we tell a little bit about that? It this is because we see, I'll just remind, excuse me, but I recognize this is the, the character, the 22-kilometer um, woman. Yeah. Yes. She walks, her one step is a 22-kilometer. She's made by jelly, and mm -hmm. she's a norimono Actually, she's a vehicle. A vehicle, exactly. Mm -hmm. People can, mm -hmm. can, a mode of transport. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And the name in Japanese again, I was Hatafutome. 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 Yeah. It's a made up mm -hmm. idea. Mm -hmm. But she's also um, appears, appears, I think, in some of your paintings, where maybe we'll be showing. And this, this sequence, too. Can we talk about this sequence? Uh, she's. You go. Nigento converge with a jelly, so mm -hmm. she's. Uh, she's actually a converged form between human and jelly, which means that she mm -hmm. can be separated into small different forms, or she could be converged into one form. Mm -hmm, exactly, she has that fluidity. Yeah, yeah. And here we have the same character that appears in the painting at the back of this room, don't we? The uh, she's a composite, uh, a combined or composite. Being. Yes. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Now, I want to touch on the fact that you may not be aware of this, but um, uh, Ayatakana has done other manga before these, and I was interested in talking about those a little bit with you. Um, and while I've got you on the topic of manga, I, we mentioned Tezuka, but is there somebody else currently in, in the world of manga or recently that you really admire? If you were going to pick out uh, some current manga, mangaka that choose work you like, we were talking, weren't we, a little bit about uh, Matsumoto Tayo, I uh, think, that yes. you like a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you, and mm. we also were talking about um, Yokoyama Uichi. Yes. yes. So these mm. are two, there are some amazing artists working in, yeah. in yeah. manga. Yes. But they don't make fine art as well very often, do they? Mm. They don't cross over mm. between the two. Mm. Mm. And that perhaps is my question I'd like to come up before we go on to the, I'm interested to figure out where um, the world of art and the world of manga can be quite separated and isolated from each other. And you're a rare example of someone who is making experimental manga and experimental art and sees them. How do you see your possessive? Do you see yourself between the two, being able to combine the two forms, the two media? Uh, 
for me, mm. just this is just for me. Yeah. Uh, I think inside is a uh, inside come from uh, the place come from is the same. Just yes. the output is a difference. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I don't see. I don't see any mm. reason to to, to distinguish. Mm. But obviously, mm. once the output is there, it's perceived in a very different way. Mm. I was. It would be nice, for example, to see the mm. artwork from from your new manga in mm -hmm. the gallery. We mm -hmm. could have perhaps seen all the artwork from the comic, mm -hmm. uh, as well as your paintings. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, but that's interesting that you see it as, a, as an equal yes. expression. For me. An equal expression, mm. exactly. So Cosmic Juice, that came out in, this came out in 2009, and again, it's full of imaginative ideas. I think, I mean, I find your books, I need to slow down when I'm reading your books, because there's a lot to think about and lots of really interesting concepts um, and there are some great sequences and r great writing too because I think we should acknowledge the fact that you are a painter clearly or there are no, no words in your mostly in your artworks but in manga you are drawing but you're also writing and you're also choosing words so you are writing and some of your writing I think is very beautiful and very um, perceptive, and it Thank reminds you. me, it almost has a kind of haiku kind of quality because it's very distilled and very essential. So, for example, in here, this phrase here mentions all of us know at some point that there is more to the world than we can see, hear, and touch. Rather than learning about all this stuff, I want to know what Gauguin asked in the title of his painting, where do we come from, what are we, where are we going? that sort of thing. And that seems to me to be one of the things you're, this is a, almost you, isn't it, expressing through this character, that's what you're motivated. What, where, where are we going? Who are we? These questions, I think, are, are there in your work all the way through. Very well done, I think. Um, and you're interested not just in sciences, but also in um, mystic mystical things, occult, religions, uh, forgot, uh, the, the, the sometimes slightly strange theories that are out there about how we might have become who we are. There are all sorts of unusual theories from history. There's this, I just came across one called the stoned, the stoned caveman theory, which is where the theory that the reason we became intelligent is because cavemen were eating uh, hallucinogenic mushrooms. Oh, yeah. Is this one you've touched on in your work, I think, a little bit, maybe, or not? Have you touched on I'm that one? I'm very interested Isn't that in interesting that. theory? Yes. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I would like to try. Uh, I never eat magic mushroom before. No? You yeah. No, I haven't tried that. <laughs> okay. No, I haven't. <laughs> but they're, mm. they're, mm. they're vegetarian. Yes. They're vegetarian. Yeah. You could have some. <laughs> they weren't, they weren't <laughs> in the dinner last yeah. night, were they? Mm -hmm. We weren't in the dinner last night with the pasta. I'm making a joke, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and one of your other, th uh, this, this storyline deals with your lead character who becomes a kind of chosen 13-year-old Zoroastrian herald for the end of the world uh, in this story. And so you're interested in those religious ideas, these deep myths of messiahs and worlds having, our world having a cycle of change. Um, and this has been really, it's a very, very rich uh, uh, storytelling area, I think, you're doing here. And I notice in the back of this book, you also put, um, am I going the right, no, I'm going the wrong way here, sorry. Um, you're also, you also put a, a whole glossary in the back, a little supplement, uh, a little, in the back of the book, in the back. 
Is he in this one? Oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. I'm wrong. It's my mistake. It was in, the, it was in Spaceship EE you had extra information. I forgot which one it was. Yeah. Okay. Um, let me just see. Let me just show some more images here. Yeah. Um, there's a very good sequence here I liked as well because your, your stories have also got quite a romantic and erotic element to them. Um, the, there's a gender fluidity to the characters. Um, and there's also, I think, as in gender is not always very fixed or... Uh, and you are clearly also very um, interested in, in women having more uh, capacity, having more a chance to... having more, a ch more, more uh, influence on society. Yeah? And all, your, all three of your main manga deal with strong young girls who are uh, finding themselves and finding the, why they're, that they're, they're calling, their mission in life. Yeah? So do you have, is that something you are, it's also important to you to put across in your, in your manga, also in your paintings, is a, uh, a positive, hopeful image for, for, for girls and women to, to have more opportunity and to be more um, creative and free uh, and recognized for that? Uh, nowadays, girls are um, very... Guys are so strong still. And oh, <laughs> but no. like in the company or... Yes, uh, yes. Uh, I like more equal. Yes. Yeah. Weak things are strong. It's more, I feel like more free. Sorry. Yeah. And when I was a like, kid, mm -hmm. I always feel free. free yeah. Free. I like the feelings. Yes, right. I wanted to ex paint and express about. Mm-hmm. And can mm. you, is that, that child is still in, you're still that girl, that child is still inside? Yeah, yeah. everybody helps. Yeah, of course, yeah. we all have that, hopefully. Mm. Mm. But many people forget that. Yes. Or um, lose that, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Very good. Um, in this sequence here, you're you're talking. Uh, I want to come back also to the to the um, the drawing that you're putting into these comics. But we discussed this because there's quite a it's quite loose. You deliberately, at least in your first two manga, the, the two main manga we've got here, Cosmic Juice and Spaceship EE, you are drawing almost uh, the panels are very loose. The drawing is very uh, ac very alive. Um, how does, what is it like working on a manga for you when you're making when you're in the creative process? Is it very planned? Is it very? Do you write a big script, or are you quite are you on the page and seeing where the story takes you? When I was young, like I when I write about the spaceship EE, I was very young and I I follow my impulse. Yes. And now. Always I did just uh, follow my impulse, and mm -hmm. this time I tried to 
make more classic one. Mm. Mm. Mm -hmm. So you try to structure the story a bit more. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Ah, very good. Right, and we have, this is again, you have some wonderful, uh, this is a reference, of course, to yokai, just here, which is lovely to see. Uh, that's one of the things that also informs your work, I think. It is very connected to Japanese, uh, the spirit world of Japan, the idea of magical creatures that is not, it's something very much in the present day society mm. in Japan. It's not a forgotten thing. Yeah. We yes. talked about um, Mizugi Shigeru. Yes. Is there somebody you, whose work you like very much? Yeah. Did you I like it? influenced by him. Actually, mm. when I kid, I'm afraid, I'm yeah. scared by his artworks. Yeah. Mm. But now I think it's so nice. Yeah. Mm. And for you, was he one of the people that introduced you to the world of yokai uh, and this rich tradition in Japan through mm. his manga? He introduced you to yeah, as a child. Yeah, yeah. Have you studied um, more of that? M more about yokai? About the yokai? Mm -hmm. mm. Uh, yes, because mm -hmm. before uh, Shigeru Mizuki, mm -hmm. actually there is a Actually, he's influenced by the more uh, older era yeah. of great works, mm -hmm. like 100 years ago, two, or I don't know, more. Mm -hmm. you, you see? You yeah. Um, yeah, he does look back to the uh, ukiyo-e yeah. yeah, prints yeah. of the 19th century, doesn't yeah. he? He's very inspired by those. Yeah. Yeah. And um, he was, I think, mm -hmm. for many young people in Japan, mm -hmm. uh, it was a way to, to, to connect back to that mm -hmm. almost forgotten yeah. uh, past of Japan uh, and that spirit world, yeah. They are selling in Japan still the, yeah. the, the, the ah. paper of yokai. Yeah. They are selling in Tokyo. Really, still? Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> mm. And this is, I want to read this bit out of the end because it's very good. It's very good, because this is your main character who has been prophesied that she will destroy the universe, essentially. She's like a, she has to sound the horn, and she will destroy the universe, and you're, she's, uh, but she decides not to. And your closing sentence is really, really good, I think. It says, together we'll destroy all those old prophecies and go on creating forever. And that, to me, is, again, a wonderful statement from you through the character of the importance to not fall back on these um, um, forecasts, these prophecies of doom and, and things ending, that actually we must go on creating, and we will go on creating forever. There is a much more positive outlook for the future. Yeah. Now, your other book is Spaceship EE, which was earlier, wasn't it? It was before... First one. First one, mm -hmm. yeah. And this has some pages in color. We can see here you use color. Um, and this, as you say, was this something you had drawn even when you were quite young, when you were a child? You already made this world? I think like 20 or 21. Or okay, when you were mm -hmm. just a young adult, 2021. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. And this, again, is full of imaginative ideas, very imaginative. So let me ask you about science fiction, too. Do you, what science fiction authors do you like? Have you liked? James Dipsley Jr. That's one I know you liked a lot. Yeah. Tell me why you like that particularly. Uh, she's always want to 
go out from the earth. Go out from the earth. 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 Oh yes, right, right. Mm. Yes, exactly. To escape Earth. Mm. Yeah. And are there so other science fiction writers that you like? Cordovay no Smith. Ah, yeah. Uh -huh. Yes. Like? Yes, mm. of course. He's very, very mm. good. And mm. what about you've been, people have mentioned you in relation to Philip K. Dick as being somebody who is almost imagining the future that might come. Mm. Do you do you like what he his vision of the future? To me, mm. he's a little bit too uh, dark. Yes, um, I wondered. Mm. Yes, I don't see him being quite the same mm. as you. I like more hope and mm -hmm. uh, light, bright side yeah. of life. Yeah. Mm. So this could bring us also to talk about um, Japan now, because Japan is um, the country which is most embracing AI and robots, and also has an aging population. So, do you? How do you think the the real Japan will evolve in, say, the next twenty years or so with science? Do you think we're going to see a very different Japan with more robots and more, uh, more, more in, in daily life? Do you think that will have, that will change a lot? Not only Japan, no. everybody are making robots now. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I think before, people are scaring about robots, yeah. right? but now they are making mm -hmm. a lot. So, mm. all over the Earth, yeah. this planet, people are making robots. But I believe maybe something happen in the future something like mm, big earthquake or I'm always thinking about something happen and the culture stop and civilization stop mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. I'm not sure if robot So at the same, at the same time, I'm mm. always wondering that some catastrophe would happen and end the civilization. So I don't know at to what extent the robots would be evolved. In exactly, the will they be able to help us, or whether? Yeah, that's always that risk, isn't it? Very much so. Great. Okay, let me just see. What, so there's some more examples here from Spaceship EE, which is a very fully realized world. There's a lot of thinking gone into the the, the concepts, the way people are living. Um, it's a it's a it's a fully it's a deep science fiction vision that you've come up here. I think it's very very impressive work indeed. Now we come to some of the paintings which you can see, as I say, are there on show uh, tonight till nine o'clock, and the exhibition continues at the Gallery Perrotin. That's one we've discussed already. It shows the main characters from the opening scene, um, and here we see the image moving into the future. What is going on in the background here? We've got the uh, what are these images in the background? People can't perhaps see. These are made by Jerry Houses. So Jerry Houses. So Jerry Houses, they grow uh, rice in carrot. Mm -hmm. So they can actually farm, and they are 
There are farms on in the house, the jelly houses, or on yeah. the jelly, the exterior of the jelly houses are actually mm -hmm. farms where you can grow things. And the green cube at the top, what is that? This is a, a, a So this is a, a flying machine that mm -hmm. is a remnant from the machine civilization, uh, but uh, on which, on the machine, there are grasses growing. Right, so it's become part of nature again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now this is, uh, again, these, we've seen these images before from the manga. This is how your, your, the paintings first appeared uh, from, from your work. You, this is a very productive period, though. You, you, I'm impressed that you produce so much new work. You must work incredibly hard. Yeah, and I did three times moving during... You moved studios? Studio and my and home. home. Oh my and gosh, very disruptive. And I saw, I watched like 100 houses to find... To find the right one. And, but I couldn't find the right place, but anyway, I moved. Uh, it, it was hard year yes, for me. Lots of, lots mm. of change and creativity yeah. at the same time. Yeah. And it's a very demanding uh, scale to work on these ma these beautiful large paintings. Um, it, uh, it's a naive question, but do you do you have do you do all of this yourself? Because I look at this and going because we're used to the idea of uh, collaboration or assistance, perhaps. But you do everything, I don't do you? I do everything. I know. By myself. I think a lot of people don't realize that. It's really? they should they should realize that. Mm. But it's it's an extraordinary amount mm. of uh, determination to get your vision across. I think it's very very special. You have that. Yeah. So um, these works are all thematically connected to the new book. Yes. Yeah. And what are your ambitions with the with this with this new form of painting? Painting in oils that was quite a new thing. How did you find that? Was it a satisfying medium? Did you enjoy the process? I feel more. Uh, oh, uh, using oil as a medium mm. is a pleasure. Mm. And what what is the pleasure? It's more sensual to ah. me as a medium. Yes. You've still done some acrylic work with the anime cells, which you've got images of as well, I will come to. So you haven't abandoned acrylic completely. Have you given up? あの、セルガは、あ、ごめんなさい。セルガは私が幼少期の頃にずっと慣れ親しんでいた今消えてゆくカルチャーなので、それをあの、残したくって the reason why I still use acrylic is mm. because something that is something that is very familiar from my childhood mm. and it is currently being forgotten in uh, in the society so that's why mm. I want to keep it mm -hmm. as a medium so that's why I still use it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well we come on to the we have some other paintings here and I want also oh, let me just get, I want to get through to some of the images from your acrylic material because these people in the audience may not have seen seen them yet so but these are all paintings you must go and see they're really beautiful and I want to show over the road here. These are all images you'll also find in the, in the manga, so you can enjoy them both. Will, you, will there be a book of these paintings as well, do you think? Will the paintings come into a collection?
that mm -hmm. picture that you just showed uh, was a celebration of another dimension of the universe, and mm -hmm. I don't know if it's going to be another uh, uh, manga. But another story might be might be starting. Oh, that's nice to know. Oh, good. Oh, good. And you may make new paintings that will develop that that story as well. Let me show. Let, let me show people the. I want to show people. The, here we are. Some of the acrylic works. Because we were looking at these. This uh, this is a system of technique you've used, borrowed from from anime, where you're using the actual acetate cells to, to, to paint. What what appeals to you about the this medium and this approach? Do you, you are you inspired by anime? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Sure. Uh -huh. um, from my childhood. Yeah. Mm. Do you have favorite anime, particularly? Mm. A lot. A lot. Mm. Too many. Mm. <laughs> yes. Mm. Yes. And you've done a whole. Again, this is one of the characters, the Hatofutami uh, character, from your again related to the Jelly Civilization, and the festival image. And there's a particularly wonderful. One we will come to in a moment, which is a whole suite of maybe I think there's maybe seven or eight of them in a in a big row. It's one continuous image, which I think is a really lovely piece. Really very special. So I think we should probably allow people to ask some questions of you, if that's all right. Yeah? And we have Joy in the audience somewhere, maybe we don't, in the yellow dress that's going to take a microphone around. Maybe Vanessa will do that. Thank you so much. There we are. We're showing. Uh, oh, if we have, well, just while we're on these, we were talking about some of your influences. One of your favorite artists, too, of course, is the French artist Merbius. We talked about. Could you like mm -hmm. to say a few words? How, how did you just? How did you discover Merbius? He's actually very famous. He's in, quite well known in yeah, Japan, in isn't Japan, he? Yeah. Yeah. Not His books are translated, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Mm. And what do you like about Merbius? Very original. Mm -hmm. So genius. Genius. I yeah. agree. Deep story. Yeah. Mm. And also really mm. quite hopeful images yes. of science fiction, isn't yes. it? There's not, mm. it's mostly very hopeful, I think. Timeless. Timeless. Mm. That's the perfect word for him. And here's this, the freeze I was telling you. Unfortunately, we can't go in closer to let you see them, but go and check this out. There's a beautiful wall in the gallery, and you have this sequence of seven, one, seven images making one large image, which is really beautiful. So do we have some questions from the audience that anyone would like to ask? We have a lady in the front here. So Joy, here she is. Joy will come to you and we will get your question recorded. Thank you. Um, have you ever thought about um, making an animation film? Actually, I did make some, uh -huh. a very, very short one. Good. I think you can see in YouTube. I will tell you later. Because <laughs> <laughs> you've almost made, um, perhaps with computers, you could you could make the the main images and they would join up. Have you, does that appeal to you to use digital means to make animation, or would you? Mm -hmm. Actually, I did it before. You did it already yeah, with digital. Yeah. Oh, excellent! I will show you later. Oh, lovely! I didn't know you did um, those. Okay. We must go and find them on YouTube. <laughs> Do you have another question from the audience? Anyone else like to ask something of Aya? I know you do. Don't be shy. Okay, well, we can come back to you. Um, okay, the other artist I wanted to ask you about, we were talking just in the, it was, was um, 
12 years and people show people your phone do you mind if they see your phone can you show that this is yeah yeah so this is do you know who these characters are this is the moomins which of course are very very popular in japan sure in fact i believe the popularity of moomins um began from the anime there was an anime series right, wasn't right. it in the, in the 60s yeah yeah so everybody know yeah, in japan yeah. there is a moomin cafe in japan moomin cafe yeah, yeah. Oh. In Tokyo? No. Oh, not only Tokyo. Everywhere. Many, many places. Ah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So you grew up on the anime yes. women, yeah. yeah. And have you discovered her books and her artwork as well? Actually, I didn't like animation of a women, but no. I prefer her real women. Yeah, mm. yeah. So I think the Japanese Moomin um, anime, the first one mm -hmm. from the 60s, was actually mm. quite different mm -hmm. from from her vision. Mm -hmm. There was quite a bit of slapstick and violence. They weren't really the true Moomin characters. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But she's a very, is she an inspiration for you as well? Uh, yeah, yeah, she's great. Yeah, mm. she's an amazing lady. Yes. I think she, what she did. She did also painting. She did. Right? She wants, she was, that's since I hadn't thought of it. She's like you. She was making comics and painting. Yes. But the difference mm. was she wanted to be taken seriously as a painter. Mm -hmm. And she, found comics very frustrating because they were very time-consuming. Mm -hmm. She was doing mm -hmm. a, a daily newspaper mm -hmm. strip. Yeah, right. um, and it took time away from her painting. Mm -hmm. um, whereas you have a different attitude. You have an attitude where you, are, you, are, you enjoy making manga and painting mm -hmm. together. There's not a problem there, making both. Mm -hmm. Very good. Okay, I think we will probably have some last questions. Anyone else like to ask something? Otherwise, I think we will perhaps wrap up there. Is that okay? Yeah. So, um, what a pleasure.